life, whether we like it or not, happens to everyone. We don't get to choose our testimony, but we are called to share the journey. Hi, everybody. I'm BJ Foster, and this is Withholding Nothing, a podcast for the soul. Let's do this thing. Hey, everybody. Thank you for being with me this week. I hope and pray that everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Um, I pray that you had time with family, with loved ones. I pray that everyone's safe. I know that we are in different stages of (laughs) COVID and COVID awareness and COVID understanding. And uh, more than anything, I pray that we did not take our families for granted this year and that we had the opportunity to love up and wrap ourselves around each other and to to really be there for one another. I want to take time and say thank you to Annette Thomas for being with us last week, for sharing her story. Um, I thought it was really great just to have someone from a whole different background than ourselves. And um, I don't know who all is listening. <laughs> you know, I do know that I have listening a listening audience in Costa Rica, and I welcome you. I know that I have a couple of sisters and brothers in Guam. I welcome you. But this is the first that I've heard of of brothers and sisters from India. So I just wanted to give Annette an opportunity to share the airwave with me, to allow us into her life, into her mind, into her heart. And um, what I realized, which I know we spoke a lot about it, is that we really do come from different cultures. Whether it is from another country, or whether it's literally from one background to another that are are extremely different one from another. It's important that we do not eliminate what the other person is coming from because it makes up who we are. And... um, I think it's something to be aware of. (laughs) I think it's something that God wants us to be aware of. I look at Jesus as he went to the Gentiles and he didn't call them to be the Jews. He called them to be who they are, but to love me with all of your heart and all of your mind and all of your soul. And they had to figure out what exactly that looked like. And I think the same is true for us. We are coming from such different backgrounds of people. But yet I think the core of who we are, we tend to want everyone to look like us, to act like like us, to sound like us. And I wonder how God feels about that. You know, I I love the fact, and I've shared this with my women in the past, our incredible God who knows all things and can change all things, chose 12 very different men to walk with Jesus. And they were so radically different one from another. But yet he did not try to make them all look and sound the same. 
Instead, it was those differences that made them uniquely perfect for the role that he called them to. We have the sons of thunder. And what made them dynamic was the fact that they were <laughs> sons of thunder. And he did not say, stop it, stop being sons of thunder. But he did say, I'm going to change your hearts so that you respond to people in a different way. Peter was different from Luke. John was different. Everybody, everyone was uniquely called by God. What if we saw each other that way? Uniquely called by God so that we can all coexist, almost like a box of crayons. <laughs> We're more beautiful in different colors. We're more beautiful when we serve up something different and we bring something different to the picture. Yes, we could all be a, a, a box of blue crayons, but how boring would that be? So I love the fact, I'm sorry, that was a BJ tangent. <laughs> I love the fact listening, sitting at the feet of Annette and just listening really to her world because it's so radically different. Even my, my thought of what India was. You know, I thought it was really fascinating that she grew up in this country. She said, yes, you have uh, children whose bellies are extended. You have all this extreme poverty, but because I grew up in it, I wasn't even aware until I moved to the States just how poor we were. And I thought, you know, that's, that's amazing. People do not realize where they are until we start trying to get them to compare themselves to us. Is that fair? I don't know. Just asking the question. But what if God wants my brothers and sisters in India to deal with third world struggles? However, that may show up for them because that is part of their growth process. That's part of their development. If that is the case, who are we to say, no, you have to have first world struggles in order to really be the Christian that God's calling you to be? I know it's a strange you know, association, but what I'm saying is, are we making our walk with God the standard as opposed to their walk with God being their walk with God? Sometimes I think we place such a burden on each other. Being a Christian alone is, is, is challenging enough. <laughs> I think we'd, we'd all agree. But then I think we turn around and we place such a burden on each other, unnecessarily so. And I wonder sometimes, does it make God sad? The way that we are with each other, does that break? 
does it break God's heart? I think God wants more than anything for us to be able to stand, to stand up under the pressure of our lives. So there's no reason for us to add pressure onto the lives of someone else. You know, the one thing that really came back my way from last week's podcast, and it was just a flippant thought that came out of my mouth while we were talking, and it ended up being the title, (laughs) but was a safe place to flounder. And I cannot tell you how many people commented on it warmed my heart to hear you say, I want you to know you have a safe place to flounder. I think it's important, guys, for us all to acknowledge and realize we're all floundering here. (laughs) We're all trying to be what God wants us to be. We're trying to love the way God wants us to love. We're trying to serve the way God wants us to serve. And sometimes, oftentimes, we don't quite get there. And when that is the case, we find ourselves floundering. Whether it's we're beating ourselves up, someone else is putting us down, Whatever the case may be, you find yourself floundering like a fish out of water. You know that if I don't get back to water, I'm going to die. So you're just flip-flopping, flip-flopping. But what if we actually gave each other a safe place to flounder? Because when you think about it, when a fish is floundering, what they're trying to do is get back to water. They're not just floundering for the sake of being dramatic or making life difficult for you. They're trying to get back to water. They're trying to get back to what is going to sustain them. What if we saw each other when we're in the struggle as trying to get back to the water that is going to sustain us? I think the appreciation we would have for one another would be extremely high if we saw it that way. Instead of seeing it as, oh, this person is struggling again. What are we going to do? Just ignore them. So often we just simply pull away or get frustrated, sometimes even angry that they are struggling again. I cannot tell you (laughs) during the course of my walk with God how many times BJ found herself struggling. But the struggle is what makes me stronger. I needed a safe place to flounder. I needed someone to not turn their back on me because I wasn't doing well. I needed someone to not say, oh, well, obviously you're not as spiritual as we thought you were because I was struggling. I needed instead someone who understood, 
someone who opened their heart and opened their arms and said, I'm going to give you a safe place to flounder. Guys, this was the mind-blowing, honestly, it blew my mind. Because with Annette, and she admitted herself, she's not in a great space spiritually right now. And we are trying to work through some things. But the most important thing was for her to know, but I love you anyway. I think as we go through Thanksgiving season and I I, I revisit all that I am very thankful for, I cannot tell you how thankful I am that my God looks at me in all of my weaknesses, in all of my fail attempts, and all of my cocky and arrogant tries and failures and says, BJ, I love you anyway. Nothing has kept me going more than hearing God say those words to me. Can you hear him? He's saying it to you. He's saying, I don't care how many times you've fallen down. I love you anyway. I don't care what other people say about you. I love you anyway. I don't even care how much you push me away. I love you anyway. That's what I'm thankful for this Thanksgiving season. And I I, I want Thanksgiving not to be a season. I want it to be the spirit of how we live our lives. Guys, we have a God that does not change. Do we believe that? We say it. There's so many things as Christians that we say that I force myself to go back and say, BJ, do you believe it though? I don't want you to just say it. I want you to believe it. God has given us a safe place to flounder and he is saying I am here with you my arms are wrapped around you when I am working with the children in children's ministry there are days in which they are beautiful and they love me and they come running to give Miss BJ a hug and then there are days when I get my terrible twos (laughs) and everything is no 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 and they're throwing a tantrum and they're throwing toys and But it is the same child. That child does not change from Sunday to Sunday. I don't stop loving the child because they're having a bad day today when they had a really good day last week. That is who we are with God. He knows we're going to have good days but we're also going to have bad days. But he wants us to know we always have a safe place to flounder. Guys, I love you. I love you being with me. I love you listening in. More than anything, I hope and pray that hearing the testimonies week after week 
encourages you to keep going. God is rooting for you. I love you for being on the journey with me. And until next week, be on the lookout for the incredible hand of God. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this week, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me. Until next week, in which we're going to have a whole new testimony, you know to be on the lookout for the incredible hand of God. Please check out my book, Rebound, Staging a Spiritual Comeback. You can find that on Amazon. And then I have a new book that just dropped this week, my children's book, which is called God, God, What Do You See? Please check out my website to find out more information on that. Enoughasyouare.com. Follow me on Instagram, everybody. And until next week, Dave Graham, go ahead and play us out, my brother.